Shalom to all. Today's daf is Erevin Daf Dalid. We're starting Gimel Amad Bey's The Bottom Line, Forwards Into The Line. Today's daf is sponsored by Zlatabaz Gittel. She should have a refuah shlema, Bekar of Mamish. Now we concluded yesterday's Gemara with Machlekes between Abai and Rava, what Rav Nachman holds in regards to the length of an Amma. Rava was easy. All Amas are six Tfachim, and the only difference in measurement is if it's Seichik or Atsev, loose Tfachim or precise Tfachim. However, Abai held that an Amma used to measure a Mavu and Sukkah were five Tfachamas, and one for a Kerem was a six Tfachama. So the Gemara says, Mesa, we have a question. Kol Amas Shemachamah Ba'amah Basisha, all Amas that the mentioned are six Tfachamas, or as long as Shloim Muchuvanes, they shouldn't be precise. Now, what does this mean? Bishlam Rava, according to Rava, Kehechad Lahavin Halo Sechais Velo Atsevis. When it says it's not allowed to be Muchuvanes, and it's not allowed to be precise. That means some of them are seichik, some are loose, and some are tight. El Abayi Kasha, but according to Abayi, this is problematic because Abayi says that some Amis are five tefachim, some Amis are six. So how does he reconcile this with the Brayso that says that all Amis are six tefachamas? So Amal Chabayi, Abayi will tell you it's not a problem. Ema Amas Kilaim ba'amavas shisha that the Amma used to measure by Kilaim is a six tefachama, but not all other Amis. The Gemara says, "Hamiktani Seifa." The Seifa, the Brayso says, "Rav Shimon Gamaliel Eimer Kol Amis Shemar Chachamim." All the Amis Chachamim mentioned be Kilaim. In regards to Kilaim, is Ba'amavas Shisha is a six Tafachama or Vav Shloim Etzumsomes as long as they're not precise. Mechal that implies the Tanakama Kol Amis Kamer. When the Tanakama said that all Amis are six Tafachamas, he wasn't only talking about Kilaim Amis; he was talking about all, all Amis. So we see that the Tanakama is problematic according to Abayah's opinion. So the Gemara says, "Rav I will tell you." Doesn't Reb Shimon Gamliel at least go like me? I know Damir Reb Shimon Gamliel. I hold like Reb Shimon Gamliel, so I have a ton to support me. The Gemara says According to Abayi, it's for sure whether or not we're going to always measure a six tefachama, or if we're sometimes going to have a five tefachama. But Larava Milei Tanahi. According to Rava, who says it's a machlekes tanaim? Amalcha Rava. Rava will tell you Reb Shimon Gamliel ha'asla shminon. Reb Shimon Gamliel is simply trying to tell us that Amas Kilaim loyet samtim that we shouldn't be precise when we're measuring the Amas of Kilaim. It should be a tefach soich. It should be a loose tefach when we measure it. So the Gemara says, Why didn't he just say that the Am of Kilaim, we should not be precise with it? Why did Rav Shimon Gamil deem it necessary to say that the Am of Kilaim is a six tefach Amma? We don't need to know that. We know that all Amas are six tefach Amas. So the Gemara says, Doesn't it mean that Rav Shimon Gamil is specifically trying to exclude the Am of Sukkah and Am of Mavoi, which are going to be five tefach Amas? And it must be that this Bryce is like a Bayi. So the Gemara says, Loi, the Amma Yisoid, Vama Soivev. He's trying to exclude the Amma of the Yisoid, of the base of the Mizbeach, and the Amma of the ledge, the Soivev, around the Mizbeach. The Chesivit says in the Pasuk, Ve'ela Midas HaMizbeach, Ba'amais Amma. These are the measurements of the Mizbeach, and measurement in Amais. Amma v'toifach, an amma and a tefach. The measurements being given are an amais that one would need to add on a tefach in order to reach the standard amma. Meaning, the measurements being given are in five tefach ammas, whereas the standard amma is a six tefach amma. And the buzzer continues v'cheko amma, and the base is an amma, v'amma roichav, and its width is an amma. Ugvula el svasa saviv zeres ha'echad, and it's bordered to its edge all around should be one zeres, which is half of an amma. V'zev gavam is beach. So now we explain this. Cheko amma, what's cheko amma? Zeyesoid. This is the base on the which was an Amma, Va'ama Rachav, Zesoivev, this is the Soivev, which is the ledge, Ugvula Svasa Savev, what does this mean? Elo Akronis, these are the horns, so to speak, on top of the Mizbech, Vzegava Mizbech, Zemizbech Hazav, this is talking about the Mizbech Hazav. What's going on over here? The Mizbech was made up of four sections. The base was the widest part, and its height was a five Tefach Amma. The section on top of that was five Amas tall, but these were six Tefach Amas. The middle section also had a ledge, the Soivev, that jutted 
without an ama, and that ama was a five tefach ama. There were protrusions at the top of this bech that were an ama tall and wide, and those were also five tefach amas. So we see that the five tefach ama was used in the mizbeach, but not with other measurements such as mavoi, sukkah, and kerem, and that's what Rav Shimon was trying to exclude when he said that the kelayim ama is a six tefach ama. He's excluding the ama measurement in the mizbeach, which is a five tefach ama. And now once we had started on measurements, Amrav Chiyabarashi Amarav, Shirin, all sorts of measurements that we have, Chatzitzen, something that will be a Chatzitza when we want to put a person or a keli into the mikvah, we know it's not allowed to have a Chatzitza on it, or Mechitzen, and what's considered a valid Mechitza, a valid partition, Halach al-Mashmi all these halachas are halachal ma'ishmi sinai. We don't actually have a source for them in the Torah. So the Gemara asks, Shirim dairaisahu. Shirim is a dairaisa. It's not halachal ma'ishmi sinai. The Chesivit says in the pasuk, Eretz chitu sa'ira, and this is the pasuk that tells us about the shivas haminim. Ba'amar of Chanan, call a pasuk hazeh. This entire pasuk l'shirin amar. It's teaching us all the proper shirim. Chita says in the pasuk, Chita wheat. L'chidat nan, we have a mishnah. Ha'nechus l'bayas haminuga. A person that goes into a house which is full of tzaras, v'kevok seifav, and he has his clothing on his shoulder, v'sandal v'tabaisa biyadav. He's carrying his shoes and his rings in his hand. Him and everything that he's carrying are tame right away. But if he's wearing his clothing, and he's wearing his shoes and his rings are on his fingers, he's tame right away. But everything he's wearing is going to be tahar. Until he lingers around, he hangs around in this house, the amount of time it takes to eat a piece of bread, wheat bread, and not barley bread, he's reclining, and eating it with dip. And if he lingers around this amount of time in this bias hamanuga, this house, it's full of tsaras, so then everything on him is also going to be tame. But we see that the sheer given is eating a slice of wheat bread, and that's what we learn from the pasuk of chita. So, what do we learn about barley from the pasuk? Now we have Mishnah. Of a bone of a deceased person the size of a barley, it's going to be matame someone who touches it or carries it. But it's not going to be matame if it's in an oil, nothing else is going to become tame. Gefen, what do we learn from that part of the Pasuk? We know that if a Nazir drinks a revius of wine, so he's going to get malchus and he's going to have to restart his Naziris. That's what we learn from Gefen in the Pasuk. What do we learn from Fig? We know that it's usher to carry out on Shabbos something the size of a Gregaris, a Fig. Remind, what about a pomegranate? We have a Mishnah. We know if this standard vessel in someone's house becomes tame, so then the way to make it tar is by quote unquote breaking it. So if we make a hole the size of a pomegranate, so that's considered like we break the vessel, and now it's going to be tar. And the continuation of the pasuk is Eretz a land flowing with olive oil. Eretz a land that all the measurements that we measure in this land are kazayas. So the Gemara asks right away, all the measurements are kazayas. We just mentioned a whole bunch of shurim that have nothing to do with the kazayas. So we say, many, many shurim have to do with the kazayas. What about dvash? This is talking about date honey. It's also to eat the amount of a date on Yom Kippur. So the Gemara is asking, we see it this pasuk of Eretz Chitus Aira, Gevantain of Rima, and Eretz Hashem Dvash is teaching us proper shiurim. How can we say it's Allah Chalmashim Yisinai and it doesn't have a source in the pasuk? So the Gemara says, Vitizbra, Shiurim Mechtav Ksivi. Does it say anything about shiurim in this pasuk? It doesn't say anything about shiurim. Really, these shiurim are Allah Chalmashim Yisinai. Vasmachin Rabbanon Akrei, and the Rabbanon just use the pasuk as a smach, but not as the source for the halal. The source of the halacha is halacha l'mashmi Sinai. The Gemara continues to ask, We know the halachas of chatzitza, of a mikvah, are dairaisa. The Chesavit says in the Pasuk, is A person has to wash their entire body in water. What do we learn from there? There's not allowed to be a chatzitza, some sort of separation, in between his flesh and the water. And what do we learn from the Pasuk? In water, it's allowed to be in gathered water. It doesn't have to be in a spring in Mayim Chaim. 
Kalbasari, what do we learn from that? Mayim Shakal Gufa Oil Bahen. He has to dunk in water that his entire body can be covered by. Makamahain, and how much is that? Amal Amo Burum Gimel Amis, one Amma by one Amma by three Amis, Vishir Chacham and Me Mikvah, Memsa. And the Chacham's shear of the amount of a Mikvah is 40 Sa of water. So we see very clearly that the Basak teaches us that you're not allowed to have a Chatzitza on your skin when you go to the Mikvah. So the Gemara says, You're right, Kietzer Chilchasal Lissarai. What do we need a Halachal Meshim Sinai for? In reference to Chatzitzas, that has to do with Chatzitza on the hair. That's Halachal Meshim Sinai. If there's one hair that's tied, that's going to be a chatzitza because the water can't get in between that knot. If there's three hairs that are tied, that's not going to be a chatzitza because the water could still get into the knot. If there's two hairs that are tied, I don't know what the halacha is. The market is asking, even the fact that you're not allowed to have a chatzitza on your hair is also a chatzitza. We have a brayso that says in the Pasuk, S teaches us something which is secondary to his basar, and that's talking about his hair. So we have a very clear pasuk that tells us that a chatzitza on the hair is also midiraisa. The Gemara says, You're right. We have to teach us some sort of halacha in regards to chatzitza. What does this mean? Something which covers the majority of the hair. And a person's particular about this thing that's on the hair, chaytzitz, that's going to be chatzitza. But if she ain't a if they're not makbid about this being on the hair, ain't a chaytzitz, so it's not going to be chatzitza. But vigazral ruba she ain't they made a gzera, that's something that covers the majority of the hair, even though they're not makbid about it. Misham ruba a because perhaps something's going to be on the majority of the hair and they will be makbid about it. Val miyute ha they were also geyser, there's something that's a miyut, it doesn't cover the majority of the hair, but they are makbid about it, that's going to be us or also, Misham ruba ha because we're afraid a person's going to allow something to cover the majority of the hair, and they're going to be makbid about that. So the Gemara asks, We should be geyser on a case that it's miyut she'ene makbid. It doesn't cover right of the hair, and he's not even makbid about it. And why would we be geyser that? Because perhaps he's going to be more lenient in a case where it's rive but not makbid, or miyut, and he is makbid. So the Gemara says the reason we're not going to be geyser in that case is because he gufa gzera. The fact that ruba she'ene makbid, or miyut ha-makbid, itself is only gzera. We're going to get up and make a to that gzera and not allow a person to go to the mikvah if they have something that's a miyot and ene makbid, that we're not going to go so far. So we see that the halakha l'mashimisinai that we have in regards to chatzitza is a chatzitza on the hair, something that's rubai she'ene makbid or miyot ha-makbid. So the Gemara continues asking, mechitzas da'iraisa nenu? Mechitzas are really da'iraisa. They're not halakha l'mashimisinai. Da'amar mar. Aron tisha v'kaparis tafach. The aron was nine tafachim tall and the kaparis on top of it was a tafach. So we learn from the Aaron that a standard mechitza is ten tefachim tall, and that's midiraisa. That's not halachal mishimu sinai. The Gemara says you're right. Let's reichel Rabbi Yehuda. We only need this for Rabbi Yehuda. The Amar he says amas binyan b'amavas shisha. The ama used in building the base of mikdash in the mishkan was a six tefachama. Amas kalim, but the ama used in making the kalim b'amavas chamisha. That was a five tefachama. Therefore, when the Torah says that the Aaron was one and a half amas tall, it wasn't nine tefachim tall. It was actually seven and a half tefachim tall. So therefore, we can't learn that a Chitza is ten tefachim from the Aryan, and that's why we have to have a lachalomish misinai for Rabbi Yehuda's opinion. But now the Gemara continues asking, but what about a Kornja Meir? The Amar Kala Amis Hoyabeniyais. They're all Amis used in building were six tefachamas, and therefore we can learn mechitzos from the Aryan. So what do we need the halachal meshmisinai for? Michael Meimar. So the Gemara says, you're right. Rav Meir, a Kornja Meir, Kasei Hilchso. What do we need the halachal meshmisinai of mechitzos for? That's look good. When we want to extend the mechitza, we either say good aches or good asik. We extend it upwards. 
downwards or downwards, and we're going to counter this later, so we're not going to talk about it now. We'll love it when we have two things that are within three tefachim of each other, so they're considered connected. We'll dive in Akuma, as we had previously, that we have a bent wall in a sukkah. All those things, those are Allah Chalmash Misinai, and that's where Rav Meir learns them from. Everyone should have a wonderful day.